Welcome in to the Tuesday edition of the Fun Astrology Podcast. Thomas Miller, thanks so much for joining us. We're going to get into what we talked about yesterday, this retrograde review. What a good thing to do on retrograde, but review what's in retrograde. Really light chart today. The only thing that happens significantly is the moon leaves Taurus and goes into Gemini at 4.05 this afternoon, Eastern Time. But we do have a yod in the chart. Up at the top of the witch's hat would be the south node of the moon. Mmm, this one's not going to go anywhere for a while, because at the base are Neptune and Uranus. Think of an elongated pyramid, right? It's a tall witch's hat. And we'll get to Neptune and Uranus at the base, because that is significant, especially when we talk about them in retrograde. But this is a karmic yod. It's a releasing yod. And the nodes are still in that square to Pluto. Now, orbs get interesting on this. A lot of people keep a pretty tight orb on sextiles, like two, sometimes three degrees. I don't know. Fun astrology style. I would let this one breathe a little bit. I think we have a player here. You have slow-moving planets in retrograde at the base. question is, how far do we have to move that south node from 25 degrees, where it is now, before it becomes irrelevant? I think it's going to be a little bit. Your charting software may not pick up on it, but I think it is definitely there in the energy, and that's going to be at least through the end of the rest of this year into the first of next. It just popped in today. And think about the structure of a yod. It's the two base planets thrusting their energy up to the top planet. So this is so <laughs> so this is Neptune and Uranus surprises. And the south node, of course, is that buried karma. So especially I'm thinking from the collective. At least this is on the Libra releasing side and not on the north node Aries conflict and war side. But it is that axis of the nodes. But I wouldn't be surprised over this time period with this yacht in there as a fated object, like things are going to happen under this. It just continues to stack in and fit with all these other things, including right in the middle of this yacht will be the upcoming eclipses. We talked about those last week. Aren't you glad you put your daily weather hat on? Because this one, you know, it's, the thing that I'm a little bit concerned for myself is as it moves off the chart, and we're kind of studying in the future as what's there today, well, it's still going to be there. And I hope I can remember that because uh, this one's one not to forget about. All right, let's do our little retrograde review. And I'm not going to rush through this. We have some clear days this week. In fact, we could take three days, four days on this and be just fine. It won't take that long, but boy, have you seen this stuff around Burning Man? Well, that's in here, so let's talk about this. First of all, I mapped out from start to Pluto, <laughs> Mercury to Pluto, what the retrograde patterns are. This is an interesting thing to keep in mind in context. So let's start at the sun and work our way out. Mercury, with its 88-day orbit around the sun, goes into retrograde three to four times per year, and typically for a duration of about three weeks. If you want to see the path of that and how that happens, there are scads of articles online for all of these. All right, then Mars, with its two-year orbit, goes into retrograde every about 26 months, just a tick over two years, for two and a half months. Now, the one that just ended, Venus, goes retrograde about every 18 months for, just as we experienced, six weeks. 
Now we turn to Jupiter, and there's a clear pattern here. Jupiter, every 13 months, so just about a year, for four months. Next one out, Saturn, every year, four and a half months. Next one out, Chiron, every year, five months. Next one out, Uranus, every year, five months. Neptune, every year, five to six months. And Pluto, every year, for five to six months. We really don't stop to think that at least Chiron, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto are nearly in retrograde half the time. You look at your chart and you say, ah, that's why I've got these retrograde planets. Jupiter and Saturn only direct 60% of the time. This is all so amplified right now because we have so much of this going on and that we're feeling it, we're experiencing it, and we're connected to it. But when you take a step back and zoom out, it's quite a bit of time that these planets are not in direct motion. You know, maybe the benevolence of the design or designer knew that we would blow ourselves up if all of these planets were in forward motion all the time. We want to go, go, go. And the system of nature, the sky above us is saying, take a break. And these big theme builders, you know, it's the triggers that go longer in between retrograde periods. It's these theme builders that are saying we have to, it's two steps forward, one step back. Now, like I said, I'm, I'm glad we have time to let this expand because we will, and we'll start with Pluto here, and then we'll stop and pick it up with Saturn tomorrow. But if you go to the funastrology.com website, I have the list of retrograde planets. There's a black bar there now that you can click on, and it just takes you to a web page where you can see what's retrograde for what dates. Pluto went into retrograde May 1st. It goes direct October 11th. You know, I've been seeing more signs of the USA Pluto return here. Things have just been more bizarre. And, of course, Pluto isn't just for the United States. I'm not implying that at all. I'm just looking at how has this Pluto retrograde, crossing from Aquarius back into Capricorn, affected the collective? Obviously, on all of these, you would have to do your own internal work to see how they've affected you. We'll take a more macro perspective here. But think about what's happened. What's the most bizarre thing that's happened since around late spring in the United States, April, May? And I don't like to bring this in, but it is pivotal and it is all connected to Pluto going back to revisit the United States Pluto original position. The fourth hit by degree, not by degree and minute, but by degree of Pluto at its original place in the United States chart. And obviously, I think that would have to be the charges that have been filed against the former president, Donald Trump. And right there, 50-50, right? The split. Boom. There's the division. There, to me, is the focus of the Pluto return. And so many things, including the eclipses, the election, all of that stuff is ahead. And I don't think that Pluto and its retrograde and its fourth time to hit that degree point and its retracement back into Aquarius have told their final story by any means, nor do you, I'm sure. But as we analyze its retrograde path 2023, that certainly is a big one, is it not? And we'll continue to watch all of that unfold. I am going to talk about Burning Man uh, tomorrow. We'll talk about that because we'll pick up with Saturn, and Saturn opposed the sun during its retrograde And it was on that opposition 
and Mars at 29 degrees when Burning Man launched this year. Hmm, 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 hmm.